change into voiceover champions to save the voiceover world. Welcome to the show, people. I'm your host, Joshua Seth, and this is Voiceover Champions. Today on the show, I'll be interviewing Dorothy Fawn and Tom Fawn. And boy, did we have a funny talk. These are some funny people. There were, I don't know, 20 of us in the 90s voicing all the anime in LA, basically. And the Fawns were among them. So it was a great walk down memory lane to do that interview with them. But before we do that, there's a couple of upcoming convention dates that I want to let you know about in November. This weekend, I'll be performing my live mentalism stage show at Misericordia University in Dallas, Pennsylvania on Friday, November 4th. The following weekend, November 12th, I'll be signing at Ranger Stop Con in Orlando, Florida for one day only. The weekend after that, November 19th, I'll be doing a store signing at Vibranium Comics in Ocala, Florida. And finally, the last weekend of November, November 25th through 27th in Myrtle Beach, I will be appearing at the Grand Strand Comic Con all Thanksgiving weekend. So if you're in any of those areas during the month of November, I'll be out there. I hope to see you there. Lots going on here on the home front. How was your Halloween? Did you have a good Halloween? Did you go out? Did you go to a party? Did you go trick-or-treating? Did you ever go trick-or-treating as an adult? I did. I remember years ago, when I first moved to Los Angeles, a bunch of us, we all went trick-or-treating in Beverly Hills because we thought they'd have the best candy. We were in our 20s, but we still thought this was a good idea anyway for some reason. It turned out we were dead wrong. Every house had a gate. Every gate was locked. Except for one. And guess who lived at that house? Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart, the actor. Yeah, I went trick-or-treating at Jimmy Stewart's house in the early 90s when he was probably in his early 80s. And he sounded just like you would imagine. He still looked like Jimmy Stewart, just really old and frail, but so sweet and kind. And he gave us all giant-sized Snickers bars. It was so great. I called it a night. Never went trick-or-treating again until I had kids. True story. Today on the show, I've got two guests, two guests in one, Dorothy Fawn and Tom Fawn. Dorothy is the voice of Mercedes and Renea in Fire Emblem, Conan in Naruto, Kia Kamado in Demon Slayer, Meryl in Trigun, Miss Bustier in Miraculous Ladybug, Lilymon, Rosemon, and my mom in Digimon, and she even played my mom in two different series, in Digimon and one of my first series, Tokyo Pig. Tom Fawn, on the other hand, is best known as the voice of Agumon. So here's my talk with two very funny people, Tom and Dorothy Fawn. Hi, guys. Joshua Seth. I love that guy. Wow. It has been a long time since I have seen you. How many years do you think? When did you move to Florida? Growing up when, in New York? To Florida. Yes. When I realized I was old enough. That's because that's what happens to us. Uh, no, I, you know what? You know what happened was maybe six months before the last real estate crash um, right, right. in 07, 08. I ran yeah. this poker game. In L.A. because I lived walking distance from Warner Brothers Animation and everybody would come over. Oh, on I, played, I played in one game once. It was you, for your birthday. I remember. Yeah. played in my birthday game. That's right. I don't know yeah. if you remember it, but I well, remember. Well, I, I remember there were lots of great people coming over all the time. And everybody, like actors like us that had no business being real estate investors, were coming over. I just bought a second house. I just bought a third house. I'm like, how? How are you doing this? Back then, it was no money down, stated income. I'm like, this is not good. I'm, you know, now is the time to make a move. And I was getting all these offers to tour with my live show, my magic mentalism yeah. show. And you know, as a, as a comedian, like you can't be on tour and doing yeah. the clubs, hitting the clubs and doing series. And I was voicing so many series that I literally oh, yeah. had to just sell my house <laughs> and leave LA to yeah, have the wow. opportunity and the freedom in my schedule 
to go on tour. And I and I always thought, well, I'll tour for a few years. Touring is a young man's game. You know, it's hard or a young person's game. Right. It's hard on the body and right. physically hard and demanding. And I'll, I'll do it for a few years. And, you know, I could always just come back. And yeah, life happens. And I just never got back. But now, because of remote recording now, I... I can I can do voiceovers again. So I'm just starting. I just started voicing on an anime series a month ago. Yeah, and baby. Joshua Seth is back with a vengeance. <laughs> but this is not about me. Well, I went to your website. I was quite impressed. I didn't know you started in the theater, and I I, I love. We all did. It's fantastic. We all we all started in the theater. Like, well, let's talk about that. Like, how did you guys get started, Dorothy? I know you actually grew up in L.A. So. Were yeah. you involved in the theater or in the business as a kid? Not as a kid, no. no. How'd you get started? Um, yeah, no, as a kid, I just I wanted to be an artist. Uh, I got thrown into theater because mainly because they, they were like, she's smart, she can memorize the lines, yeah. give her the lead part. That's right. Mm -hmm. You got mm -hmm. the lead in all the school plays because the, she could memorize the I lines. Because I could memorize. Yeah, back in school. Okay, so you wanted to do visual arts and you ended up doing performing arts. Still the exactly. arts. Yeah. I know. Arts well, are good. Well, you were singing. Tell them about the singing. Don't, don't forget the singing part. What about the singing part? Oh, what about God. the singing? <laughs> she wanted to sing. She wanted to be on Broadway. I mean, no. I, well, yeah. Once they caught the bug, sure. and then I, you know, I started singing and singing and singing, and then that's, you know, what I wanted to do. I mean, you know, Broadway was a dream, but in reality, I don't think I wanted to leave L.A. Just, okay. Because you know I mean? <laughs> we, we, we met in college, and after college, we could have gone back east. I'm from New York, but I moved right. to LA during what, high school. What borough? Uh, <laughs> my folks are from Brooklyn. I was born in Queens, and okay. I grew up on Long Island. I grew up in Huntington, Long wow, Island. Wow, you got three of the five there. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I couldn't place the exact accent. Is it? Yeah, well, it's, it's Long Island. It's, it's kind it's of just, a little over it's, it's a little Long Island and a little Brooklyn. A little bit of everything. I'm a little Queens. Yeah. I'm half Jewish and half Italian Catholic. I have twice the guilt. Twice the guilt? Hey, now, we need a rim shot. <laughs> there it is. There it is. We but spare no expense in this production. In yeah. Dorothy and I met in college, and we were cast in a scene together yeah. from a play called Six, Six Rooms, Rooms Rive View. View. And we had to do okay. a little kiss. For anybody that wants to look that up. What, yeah, what yeah. college did you go to? I'll say Long Beach, Long yeah, Beach State. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, we we met uh, there, and uh, we were cast in a scene, and we had to kiss in the scene, but it was a stage kiss. And you know, I'm yeah. Schlubby, the character actor. I don't get the lead. <laughs> sure. And back then, you know, if you kiss, like you're practically married. It's not like today. It's not <laughs> well, like today with the apps. That's what we did. Because right after college, we got married. I kissed the. Well, I yeah. kissed a lot of frogs before I got to you, baby. So yeah, so he was your favorite frog. Yes, exactly. You're my favorite frog. Thank you, honey. Do you guys have a booth? Do you record remotely? So we have yes. two booths, one I use just That's to neat. do my auditions. And Dorothy, who's way smarter and way lovelier, she reconfigured the front closet <laughs> into a working booth in which yeah. she does all her sessions in. But in reality, I cannot physically get in the booth. No, it's too small <laughs> it's for him. Too it's small too small for me. Yeah. 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 So I do, my I do my auditions here, and then I gladly go to the yeah. to No, the, during, uh, during the pandemic, during yeah. lockdown? I had to make a booth, you know, yeah. Mike, everything, cords all over the place. It's like insane. Yeah. And it's very, very small and very, very hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. In 2020, I did all my work from that closet and it was like being in a sauna the whole yeah. time. But things but are <laughs> opening up now oh, and, and they are... always give you the option. Do you, will you come to the studio? And I always will. I, yes. bring, I bring the mask yes. and, and there's nobody. It's just the engineer usually, and the director Directors is even. Right. It's not like you're seeing many people at the studio anyway, and they're on the other no. side of the glass, and you're not looking no. at them. Right. So that's that's any. why I hope that the remote stuff just continues on. You know, oh, I'm sure it will. forever. It will, Josh. Yeah. I'm sure it will. But yeah. the, I, I don't want to cut ahead, but I just want to say that you've been on our you've been on our mind the last couple of years, or whenever we've gone to a convention and we like to try and go together. Uh, a lot of times, <laughs> I'll say I, I can't believe. They want to talk Digimon because After it's been a long years, time. Been so long. We're talking the late 90s. So we're about 20, 25 years now. Well, you know, we've been but doing the movies ever since. I flew back to Los Angeles every time we did, right. every year when we did every one of those Digimon Tri movies yep. and from right, Kazuna, right. Last Evolution Kazuna. And so, you know, it's, it's. Oh my God. Yeah. I cried. Tell them, tell them what you said. <laughs> yeah. The, no. the last one, I, COVID hit mm -hmm. on March 13th, which was her my birthday, birthday. 20. 20 that was a friday and on that monday i had my last session 
for Digimon Tri for Agumon. I didn't know what was going to happen. You had, I guess, already been there about a week before. You know what? I I flew out to Los Angeles to record Last Evolution Kazuna, and while I was in the air, Eric Garcetti shut down all of the restaurants. And that was the that was the first city in America to do that. Right. I had no idea. I landed. I checked into my hotel in Burbank, and right. I used to live in Burbank, so I went right. out to go, you know, check out some places that I, are near and dear to my heart. And they were all closed. And I'm thinking they all went out of business. This is crazy. They're, I'm thinking they all went out of business, not realizing that they're shut down for COVID. And yeah. until I got back to the hotel and their restaurant was shut down too, and and they explained it to me the next day. I'm at the studio. And, you know, everybody, Jamie and, and every, all the engineers, everybody's holding scripts at arm's length saying, don't get near me. Don't touch me. Get behind the glass, behind that big, thick soundproof yeah. door and stay isolated. And it was because brand they'll new. Ask, they'll yeah. ask me at the conventions, do you record with Josh Seth? And I'm like, I haven't, I don't think I've ever recorded. I don't think Ty no, and I but, have ever recorded together. No, but and, we're going to on this podcast teaser yeah. a little later. In the broadcast, we're going to do a little <laughs> scene work with Ty Agumon Ty. and, and Ty's anyway, mom. Yeah, I, I did the the last evolution session, and the guy videotaped. He made a making. They made a making of of you and me, which is I really, know. I look about a thousand years old in that. I don't you know, know what they were doing you know, with well, that lighting. Never done that to me ever, and I thought, well, there's something for the for the grandchildren. You know, what I mean? yeah. like what did Daddy, what did Grandpa Tommy do? He did this. Watch this video. It came out great. He worked a little bit. He did a little something, you know, whatever. Yeah. See, if you had social media, you could post things like that, Tommy. What is with the no social media? Why do you not have any social media? Are you a Luddite? Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's a little harder for people to find me. I like that. Yeah. You like to be more mysterious. Yeah. 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 That way I don't let anybody down. They don't don't see too much of me. You're one of those actors that doesn't want any interaction with the fans and doesn't want to build a following. I got her. And so if they want to find me and they have, they, they, go, they, they go through her, they go, yeah. hey, could I, could I talk to Tom? <laughs> yeah. What's, what's yeah. the real story here, Tommy? Do you have Agumon stalkers? Do you have fans that are following you around in real life asking you to say pepper breath? No, no. But yeah, I do get the pepper. But, but, but say it now. Convention. Say it now for their benefit. Then they'll, they'll get off your back. Pepper breath. There you go. Okay. <laughs> but Ty, I made some liver sticks. <laughs> yeah, and you want you want to hear Ty's mom too? Here you go. Yeah. Ty, I made some liver sticks. Oh, mom. <laughs> We're blowing it. We got to do this later in the podcast. Well, we will, we will, I want to get into you guys a little bit because the voiceover industry has changed so much from when we started. Oh, eons yeah. ago back in the back in the last century oh when God. when you started oh, i i don't know what what's the first voiceover gig that you guys remember doing uh we started on the giver and orgus orgus and magros yeah. at magnitude eight in the mag eight oh i forgot all about that i was on some of those yeah with kevin seymour the late yes, great kevin, kevin seymour, seymour. Director, and uh we worked with people like Les Claypool was the engineer, yeah, his Les. wife Mary, sweet mm-hmm. people. And it was me. It, it was so many fawns. Me, Dorothy, Jonathan, my brother, Melissa, my sister, yeah. Steve Bloom started yeah. out with us all. Yeah. We all yeah. picked He's been around the whole time. Mm-hmm. Dan Loger. So many okay. people were there so in people. the beginning, you know? Yeah. I but, mean, I, yeah. I, I was there too. I remember right. that studio had like a little shelf, yeah. carpeted shelf in the back yes. and i was i was like small enough i could fit on there and take a nap in between yeah. sessions <laughs> don't roll off the first time yeah. we ever met michael sorich we were put in a walla group of just uh-huh. me dorothy and michael sorich in Man. that little closet in that little closet yeah. booth and he's like hey i'm michael how are you buddy and I we're mean, on top of each other I- hey I'm pretty sure that's when I met Bryce Pappenbrook as a little kid running yes. around there. That's right. I met him out right. in um, when we were working on Power Rangers. Right. That was right at, after uh, that. Where, yeah, the, yeah. where the heck was uh, out that? Out in uh, Valencia. So, okay. So, we all worked on Power Rangers, on the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, sometimes doing Q&As at cons. People will ask me, how did I get the audition for Ty on Digimon? I'll say it's because I was already working with these guys on Power right. Rangers. That yeah. is right. Yeah. Was it? it was all Saban. All, all it was all the- Saban. Yeah, although right. 
for me, I used to go up to the actual physical studio off McBean Parkway in Valencia. Right, yeah, right. in Valencia. And yeah, and I'd, and I'd walk through the sets where they were filming Power oh. Rangers live action, and then I'd go and I'd voice, aye, 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 for Alpha 5. And, oh, and, so you were one of the guys. That's so it great. was really just me networking. I, it, what it turned out to be was was me networking with people that gave me the opportunity to be in Digimon. Yeah, what were you doing? What also, were you doing back then? For that was also with the, the late, the late great Scott Page Pactor. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Scott. Yeah. Yeah. He was Boy, a great, he was a great does, guy to us. He was so they, good to us. It just they seem so present in my memory, and then you say the yeah. late great, and I realize yeah. oh, they're yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I was under one. the same as you. I got called to go up there, and I would always do some. Uh, I love those gigs because as a voice actor. I was always dubbing the bad guys. So they, they always had masks on. So I never had to worry about the sink. Right? <laughs> it's easier. Yes. So I remember, I really remember one and the fans have asked me about it. Dan Lorger and I, when we were doing a little Tom and Dan stand up, uh, Scott Page, he cast us as two bad guys. He goes, I want you to do impressions here. So I was Stallone and Dan was Schwarzenegger. So it was like, hey, hey, you Power Rangers, come here, you Power Rangers. Oh, you know, and Dan was like, I will get you, you Power Ranger. You know, it was that, you know. I wonder if that made a blooper reel anywhere. I don't think that went to air. It did go to air. You're kidding, like that? Yeah, I had the episode on my IMDb. It's still, you can find it, it's hilarious. That's awesome. But I guess you're right. I guess from that, we got Digimon Mm -hmm. auditions. Mm -hmm. I guess you're right on that, yeah. yeah. Oh, so I know for sure because I only did like two things. Before yeah. before Power Rangers, I was on, I think it was called Journey to the Center of the World, which I'm, that was my first. I'm pretty sure it was Wait. directed by Doug Stone, and, uh, which I should I should have him on, on this podcast. Yeah. He is oh one God. of the funniest Legend. people ever. Legend of Doug Stone. And, and then I did a series with Dorothy uh, yeah. called Honey Bee Hutch, and I, I was Hutch. Oh, and yeah, I was yeah, Hutch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I was on that just little miscellaneous part. That's my favorite. Tommy yeah. Fawn likes to put the miscellaneous. I love it. I've never seen it anywhere, have you? I don't know where it exists. You know, I hate it when you like do a series, especially one that you really love, and it ends up like just somewhere. You never I think it was it too violent. Like it was very violent considering it's yeah. for little kids. Yeah, but Josh, bugs don't eating each other. Josh, don't you find <laughs> when you go to these conventions, the people they know every they know freaking everything. credit we've ever done. They even know shows I haven't thought about in a hundred years. Sure. One guy, one guy pulled out his phone and goes, "No, dude, this is you." And he played he me, played me, it, and, and I'm like, like, "Yeah, I, no, that was I'm you. appreciative of it because we didn't know what we were doing back then would actually be out in the world. We had no idea that it would exist decades later. There was no, I try to explain this to people. There were, not only were there no streaming services, there was no YouTube, there were no smartphones, there was no no social media. It's basically like living like Tom lives now. Yeah. (laughs) It would go to uh, video only. It would go to VHS. Do you remember remember Odyssey video on Lancashire in North Hollywood? Yes. I remember the first time I walked into Odyssey video and I saw an anime section for the first time. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if any of my shows are there. And I pull out, and it was the, these big bubbly packages yep. for VHS yep. tapes. And it was right. a show called Saint Tail. And I was on that and my name was on the back. And I'm like, I made it, mom. And if I'd had a, <laughs> if cell phones had existed, I would have called her. Right then oh and there. But they didn't, so I just thought it. Yeah. You know what you just said a minute ago, it is, it's tough to tell people. We have friends who are school teachers and mm-hmm. they were telling us about what it's like to teach now. You got to get the, the kid phones. to put the phone away, which is a miracle. And one yeah. friend of mine is a high school theater arts teacher. They don't want, he hands them scripts to rehearse. They don't want that. They want the script. They want, the they want to read the off phone. The, everything's the phone. I mean, they yeah. can't like well, when you're auditioning and, and doing work in your two booths now, you do it off an iPad or off of a screen, don't you? Yeah, I still like I computer. still like a physical script when I I no, ever I since print, the, I print, you print it. it? Write on, yeah, yeah. I like to write on it because I like to mark the scripts up. Yes, and yes, during absolutely. the pandemic, I was running these monthly Zoom voice acting classes. And I, I tell people you need to be able to billboard, highlight, notate and mark up scripts to to know in yeah. advance, what choices are you going to make? 
because Absolutely. unless you're unless you're really good, it's hard to do that in the moment with that level of fluidity and variety. I, I draw with I, different magic markers. It's like some kind of map for me to yeah. you know to get through the audition. And yeah. I, I do yeah. miss that because there's no more paper scripts when I go to the studios. It's like on an iPad or the dialogues on the screen, so I can't mark up anything. You Wait, know, well, we need this. Old voice actors talking about the way it used to be. <laughs> back in my time. Back in, back in my day, we had physical scripts written on pieces of parchment paper. You wrote in pencil, you sons of bitches. Pencil I wrote in a quill with a feather quill. <laughs> he wrote with a quill. That's right. <laughs> All right. Enough stuff. before people turn it off. My, you know, before, my... you know before, before you came on, we had a couple of songs for you. We had Joshua said, Joshua said, Joshua said, Joshua said. I like and how then, he dances today. And then we had podcast, podcast, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're gonna go on a podcast, yeah. We had a lot of things to get us ready. Sorry. <laughs> Too bad I've already got a theme song. You guys could have put it together. I am. <laughs> I have a theory that pretty much all voice actors that have any level of longevity and success in this business started as singers because it, it, it teaches us how to use our voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean well, yeah, but you. it's, but also like, he's not a singer, but he can sing, but we started in the theater and, uh, so anybody can <laughs> sing. It's a matter of whether you can get anybody to listen. Uh, no, but if you're a, if you're a theater What's actor, that? you have to take a, like, you know, uh, voice diction classes and all that crap and how to breathe and how to project. So you do use that instrument, whether you're a singer or not, but as a singer myself and knowing like Wendy Lee and a lot of people have also been singers, mm, Wendy, yeah. it does yeah. really help. You know, you can yeah. figure out where to put your voice to do the high character, the low character, the whatever. We like to do the warm, you know, we all warm up in the car <laughs> on the way. Well, or you warm up, or you warm up before yeah. you do it. Lip trills. For Willie, the lips, yeah. the teeth, the tip of the tongue. Yeah. And you know, you know, we all do yeah. the warm ups. You know? I do that I love- with my kids on the way to school in the morning. And my, my daughter has a beautiful singing voice, of course, refuses to use it. And my son does not. And and I and I tell him that I'm like, play to your strengths, son. Play to your strengths. Not, and this is this is not it. Singing, not it. Well, our our daughter, part of the joys of of having a, uh, being a father or having a daughter is like she's in college now. But when she comes home, we hear her in her room and we hear her in the bathroom. You know, we're singing. She's man. nonstop singing. You know, I don't yeah. think she's aware that but we're like hearing. But like your daughter, she's on her. Yeah. Well, we'll mute the TV just, just to hear, and I'm like. Sounds nice to me, you know. But, you, know sure. you can't say anything. You yeah. can't say anything, you know. I mean, what was that? What was that like raising a child in such a precarious industry where you never know from week to week or month to month, you know, what your income is going to be, whether or not you still have a career? Well, wow. I've always worked in post production for years. I don't usually talk about this that much, but yeah. I always do. I've always worked in post-production to get the health, the medical, yeah, to keep the, the money. Stability. And then I run off and do as much VO as I can, which is not as much as Dorothy, who's free all day to do VO. So, yeah, but like you say, it's up and down. But yeah. one of the things, when she was very little, our daughter, Veronica, I was working at 4 o'clock. I didn't have to go in till. He worked like the swing shift. So it actually worked out in raising a little one for the first couple of years because I would have her in the morning shift, you know, and then – Dorothy would do a VO, go out and do a VO out in the valley, and then come back, and then I'd go to work. So you know, you're not you in the that. valley. You said out in the valley. Where are you guys? We're in the we're overpriced, the West overcrowded West LA area. That's where we. West Side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where. We, who knows what's coming in the next year? We could have some change. We could have some changes. Right. What? More kids on the way? Is that what we're talking no. about? Or different kinds? No. No, no, no. That train has left the station. Yeah. No, I hear you. I'm. I, I love being a dad, but I am not starting over. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. It happens when it happens, and it's good. It's All right, I actually have some questions to get to you for you guys. Oh, okay. now that we're Sorry. like we're well into this. It's just this, so nice yeah. to see you, Joshua. Said. <laughs> you guys too. All right, so Tom, uh, I, in in researching you online, the little that exists of you online, I noticed that, like me, your father worked in radio. Yeah, what did yeah, your dad, dad do in worked. radio, and did you get to to 
see that or experience it while it was happening? We, I, we grew up in Long Island, New York, and my dad always worked in the city, New York City, Manhattan, and uh, and he was a drummer on the weekends. So uh, much like maybe me doing a post-production gig during the week and then still acting, he always worked in radio and TV and then played drums whenever he could on the weekend. That was his passion. But he worked right. in New York radio. He sold, he was in advertising. He he sold airtime. He was an account executive. And, and during the summer when we were out of school, I'm one of four kids. He would pick one of us to take the train in with daddy to the city. And the city was such a great, you know, the city is still phenomenal Manhattan we and, and then we'd go so to much. work with the old man and then we could sit in the we had to be really quiet and for maybe 15 minutes we could sit in with the DJ that's so fun WCBS so FM fun. New York or WPLJ 95.5 you mean you were on air like as a kid well, in we, New York oh, City anything, no, no, no. just like listen uh, and sit in DJ. yeah just physically in the room yeah yeah and then we'd you know go to lunch someplace in the city and yeah it was very exciting but he worked in New York radio for years selling ad time what, what did your dad do in in radio uh, my dad was a radio psychologist, and oh, all while I was growing up, he built his practice on his every week, you know, Monday through Friday, I think it was one to three in the afternoon, he had a radio show where he was like Frasier before Frasier. Oh, oh so your dad was an on-air personality. Yeah, and you oh, he had, the, he had the number one uh, talk radio talk show in the market, in the Cleveland market. When I grew up and I would go there sometimes and just like you, I'd sit in, sometimes I'd sit in in the engineer's booth and see the, the them with the carts. You remember those physical carts that they'd put in yes. for the commercials and sound effects yeah. oh and the mixing gosh. boards. That and sometimes like, I'd be on like his side with the mic. Like primitive eight track kind of like. Yeah, like eight track tapes. Exactly. Yeah. Which, yeah, for the for most of the, the listening audience, an eight track tape was <laughs> what we that's what we had before a cassette tape. What's Man. a cassette tape, Daddy? Uh, a cassette yeah. tape is what we had yeah. before a CD. You mean yeah. a DVD? No, a CD <laughs> is like a DVD for music. How do you even know what a DVD is? We saw it on an old movie. Oh my God! Everything I don't know any of these right things. Now, everything yeah. you're seeing right now, I love all of it. I, I love, love it. the albums. I love the cassettes. I love all We're of so it. We still have stuff laying around here, but I don't, I don't want yeah, to give well, you a tour of the museum. No, no, that, no, no, that stuff's no. nostalgic for us, and now we're old enough that the stuff that we did is nostalgic for everybody else. Yeah. Cue, cue, cue the music again. Back when I used to buy records at the Licorice Pizza. I used to buy records at Licorice Pizza. You bought records? I had an old Victrola I had to wind up. <laughs> and then I'd take the horn off and I'd use it to listen. I had a cassette player and I used to host the show WTOM. I had WDOT. WTOM. <laughs> Took me a second. You had, had KDOT. KDOT. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. <laughs> He's got the music. I love it. Enough. I love that. Enough. Enough with the music. All right, Do Dorothy, let's get into your career. You had a, a vast and impressive career. Uh, wow. Seemingly over 300 roles that are listed on IMDb. IMDb, 300 roles. Could you do all of them for us right now? <laughs> no. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do a little lily mod at one point. Flower yeah. cannon! There we go. They love, they love the lily mod. Ty, I made some more liver sticks. <laughs> oh, Mom. Are, 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 what are you most recognized for? What role? Uh, roles? These days, yeah. probably Mercedes in uh, Fire Emblem. Fire okay. Emblem, three houses, and uh, what else? I don't know what else. No, um, no, the no, one no. that you didn't want to talk about, Danganronpa, is very uh -huh. popular. Um, Not Naruto. They love you. Enough. Oh yeah, yeah. Conan and Naruto. But you got to yeah. do these voices. This is a podcast, see? So they got to hear you. So each give, of the, give. can you do each one of those like a catchphrase for each of those Not voices? Say, say so if I were Conan, I would be sounding like this: Joshua, I must kill you. Uh, <laughs> holy crap. That's a, a very frightening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically just your mom voice. Uh, no, her mom is sweet as sugar. No, no uh, you as a mama, Victoria, Victoria, <laughs> do your homework. Veronica. <laughs> Veronica, oh, sorry, Veronica. Yes. Uh, Mercedes is very sweet. May the goddess bless you. Uh, you know, and um, who, who else? Well, I did, I did Flower Cannon. Uh, I did Conan oh, already. What's the Mercedes one? You uh, one? I just did Mercedes. How about a Volvo? I'm kidding. What? Hey, now. I'm a bar. Oh, thank you. I've never <laughs> used so many rim shots. Language. As I'm in this interview. 
What's the Ron Gankaban? What's the that one? What is that? I've never even heard of that. Is that a, a show? Rampa is a game. It's a series of video games. What's the voice on that one? In which it's kind of like a fight to the death sort Damn of thing. It. Yeah. It's always so, a fight to the um, death. Uh, yeah. So I, I play a, a couple of different characters in that. But uh, gosh, Samugi, I guess she's kind of like this. I, I don't really remember, but she's a, she's a, the ultimate cosplayer. Nice. I like it. Where's the applause? Yeah. Applause. Applause. <laughs> oh so so what's it like to be anime's cutest couple? <laughs> well, you know, hey. Well, where are during, you? You were in contention, I suppose. Yeah. You're not the only during, ones. During uh, COVID, we did a couple of these uh, uh, online. Yeah, like and one time Zoom they put convention. us together with... Lex and, and Sandy, Sandy yeah. and, and Richard, Richard and, and Ellen. Ellen. And oh, right. That's right. So you got three of anime's cutest couples there. It was really yeah. fun. I think that was a Valentine's. It was very fun and out of control. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, buddy, we're in love. Yeah. And then you got Lex, Lex and Sandy. Yeah. so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, great people. And I need but to have I them on too. All, all you guys I haven't talked to in years and years. So this is giving me the, the opportunity. But uh, you know what's so great about this whole field? It's very specific. We all know each other for so long and we just pick, I haven't seen you forever. We pick it right up, you know, yeah, I mean, mean, happy to see you. It's just, it, it, it's the way it is. You know, it's, we have a we similar, all we all have a similar sensibility. We're all very auditory. We have a similar sense of humor. We have yeah. a lot of shared experience. Yeah, it's true. You know, a lot of what you just said was really good. Where are you? Get into my good eye. I can't, I lost you. Where's Joshua? Josh, come in. <laughs> what is happening? I had a little Columbo moment, but I'm back. Yeah, yeah, he's back. He's back. Is that what that was? Okay. I thought you had a stroke. Peter Falk for the young people. Look it up on the YouTube. Peter Falk. Yeah. That's right. All right. <laughs> back to the question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually trying to hold yeah, it together, okay. but there's no trying. Um have you ever have you ever competed for the same part? The two have you ever us? auditioned for the same role? We might have if it's something so. that they don't care. You know, we might have where they're, um, where they're going for different interns, but maybe. I don't remember. No. Now, you know what? we, Dorothy and I, very, come on, man, very supportive. <laughs> if she's working, I'm happy she's working. Come on. You know? Work is great. Work is the best thing. You know, like I tell people at the conventions, the, the, the work is getting the gig. When you do the, you can't wait to do the gig. Yeah. You you, know? Right. You the it, gig is the reward. The work is the, the audition. Is the reward, right. But getting <laughs> yeah. the gig, you know, there's a million actors so you know and there's oh, a million no, here in la so you messed know. up today yeah, yeah. do you, do you let's talk about auditioning so you both have working booths in your home how have you found that to affect the auditioning process i remember that i used to burn hours every day driving around la going right, to yeah. agents and voice right. casting studios like the like the 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 voice caster in right, Burbank right. and all these places all around LA. Now you don't right. have to do that. Are you doing all your auditions from home now? Yes, all yes. auditions are from home now, and I yeah. I so appreciate that. Since we live on the West Side, yeah, I would have to drive over the hill mm -hmm. to go wherever. You know, by the time you're there, you're frazzled. You were in traffic. You get there and just like Ugh. that. That is an interesting thing. All those elements that used mm -hmm. to be part of the audition, getting there, getting through traffic, parking. Mm -hmm. Getting to the audition, waiting, waiting behind, in the waiting room, waiting, waiting behind five people, uh, hearing the other actors talk. Yeah. Hey, dude, I just booked this national. Hearing all the BS, it gets in your talk. head, and then you have to get yeah. yourself out of your head. Out, yeah. And then you go in and give them your, give them your magic, and then get back on the. And then room. another two hours to get and back. You don't got to do any of that yeah. now. You go in your booth, it's so you know, great. and uh, <laughs> put the blanket over your head or whatever you got. You know, and I do don't it. Do the blanket. I you do the blanket. I like the blanket, and it's very comforting. And then sometimes I fall asleep. But anyway, you do it and, you know, so you do it right. Get it right. Now, do you find that there are more opportunities to audition now because you have the time or fewer because there's so many people competing and the agencies can only have so many people audition on, on each so one? We're, we're in different categories. I think she reads more than I do, and I don't like it, and I'm upset. I'll talk to you. No, um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> off camera, I think yeah. she more than I do, but but it just depends. But it depends. it depends. I mean, sometimes, like I know some of these actors. Oh, dude, I got like three a day. I'm like, oh, that's nice, Mazel tov. That's yeah. not my story. You know, <laughs> I read maybe a couple times a week, and it's nice. And, are they all coming through your agent, or are you getting them from all over? Sometimes they're coming through all the people you and I we all know, the Wendy mm -hmm. Lees and the 
all the people who still go to bat for us over the years, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, um, and she just worked at a couple of places of, you know, all the people, you know, Studiopolis or what can you, can I mention? That? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've worked at the different studios, all the classic all, places all the classic that are, are places. still there, you know, are still around. Um, yeah. So yeah. you have your network, you have a network. That you right. build up over time. And, and, yeah. and I get a lot of auditions to my agent too, but yeah. uh, it depends because sometimes his agent will get something that's really great and mine won't get it. And you're at different versa. agencies. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes. Where are you guys repped? I'm with RSA. And I'm is, with CTC. But I'm, it's kind of a small agent, but <laughs> Vanessa Wait. Gilbert is the agent and she's been oh, around. Yeah, for I know of her. Sure, sure. And CTC is coast to coast. Lady. Yeah. yeah, great lady. Yeah, yeah, and she's at coast to coast with yeah. Portia, our old friend Portia, who we went okay. to college with. Yeah, fantastic, great, great lady. You've known her since college, or you just went to yeah. college with her? Yeah, no, a, a girl, a, one of the most wonderful agents out there today is someone we happen to go have have gone to college with. Yeah. We've known her since we were eighteen. Mm -hmm. I wonder. I wonder. That's a, remarkable. I wonder how people getting into voice acting today are going to develop that kind of a network when everything is remote and they never have a chance to meet anybody. Oh my gosh. We were just talking yeah. about that, how it can be it's all... so insulating. Yeah. You know, we have, we're all out there all the time. We met everybody and now they're all like, like this. I think it's all these online classes and, um, and online casting things. I, I think mean, you can meet people still those, that way. Isn't but... that one place of voiceover network is don't they have classes once a week? Where yeah. People pay money uh, to like you pay to pay to play or something. There are places like that. And well, now you're saying if they're physically in Los Angeles. Right, but, right, right, right. Yeah. A lot of I guess people are not, point. and a lot of people are even at agencies, but are, are repped at agencies and, and don't live in LA, Dallas, New yeah. York, any of those major metro areas. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they'll really connect with people just on, on short recording sessions where you're really yeah. focused more on the work than on, on building connection with another you human being. Be I mean, right. back in the I day know. when I was doing Tom and Dan stand-up, if you remember, it was before internet, we used to mail our flyers yep. all over town. And I think now you can kind of replicate that with email. I think you can hit everybody and send your demo out to sure. as many casting people. Hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm in LA, boom. You know, Some of us even have websites, Tom. Yeah, exactly. We even have our demos on our website. You better look yeah. out, I may get a website. Yeah, hey, I, I, I think this get. internet's gonna I be around a while. He's not. You're, you're on, Joshua Seth, young man, you're on everything, right? You're on of all course. the social media. Yeah. My biggest social media is on TikTok. My biggest following is on TikTok, and I've only been on there a few months. And the only reason I'm on TikTok is because Sofia Gomez, who has five and a half million followers, told me to get on TikTok when oh she was God. signing autographs at a convention a few months ago next to me. And I'm like, well, her line is as long as mine, but I don't know what who she is or what she's on. So I yeah, introduced what? myself. She's just... She's a cosplayer. She's not on anything. Or <laughs> she wasn't then anyway. She probably will okay. be because she has five and a half million followers. She's like, you've got to get on TikTok. And I'm like, I don't know how to do TikTok. So she literally just showed me on her phone what to do. And now I've got 20,000 followers Yay. on wow. TikTok. And you're going to be on TikTok. Our daughter is on it. Our daughter is on it. I think they, they watch all the... They, it's all, all short, the of, short attention span theater. Yeah. They all watch these little 10 second things just to kind of help them get through the day, I guess. It's like, it's relaxing. Also, getting back to the original question. So what advice would you have for someone wanting to get into voiceovers today? Presumably someone that does not live in Los Angeles. That yeah, we've done that we've, at the Los convention. Angeles. We've told yeah. them, I mean, you got, you I know. tell them, I tell them to go on Google and punch up their zip code plus voiceover class. And there's Take always a, a voiceover class in the nearest city or at the nearest college. There's always somebody teaching some kind of voiceover class. Train. And you get some training. I would say that, but before that, yeah, even, yeah. I would say take an acting class. Yeah. Yeah. Take, learn to act. Voice acting is acting. You got to take an acting class. You got to know what you're doing. You can, and I tell people too, they're like, oh, I was going to make my own demo. Don't do it. Don't make your own demo in the garage, Agumon. You have to know what you're doing first. Because if you send that thing that you think is great to yeah. an agent, they're going to go, what is this? Bye -bye. And there are so many voiceover classes now online. Yeah. Joshua Seth teaches a wonderful acting, one. Acting, 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 and then voice acting classes, second. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Okay. Acting first, voice acting second. But here's what, here's what they say to me at the conventions. This is a real moment, okay? Yeah. And this is why I'll do, this is why I continue to do these conventions truly. Number one, 
the person who comes up, who waits on the line, it's the same dynamic there. Yeah. So uh, the, the Digimon was the late 90s. So they're usually born around 1990. So they're about 30. They're about 25, 30, 35 years old. Yeah. That's the dynamic. They come okay. up and, and they say this to me, all of them, dude, I, I went to school. I came home after school. I put on Fox Kids. I turned on Digimon and I love Agumon and I'm so happy to meet you. And I am blown away. Yeah. They, they are, say this. They say, Digimon was my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And I sure. They say the same to me. But oh I God. actually basically sound like Ty in real life because I guess I was lazy. Are they disappointed when they meet you, Tom, that you don't sound anything like Agumon in real life? No, no, no. I had the mask on because we've been at a lot of conventions. I, I'm wearing the mask and I tell them who I am and they don't buy it. And then I'm like, Hey, what's going on? And they're like, you see them freak like yeah. from under the mat. They're oh, like, yeah. pa, pa, pa. they're like, dude. They're like, <laughs> if you but really I, cared, you would just sound like this all the time <laughs> to make people I happy. Never, I never thought of that. I never thought of that. Yeah, let's do a scene, shall we? Let's okay, do. Let's do it, let's, Ty. Let's do a scene with. Uh, How do we read the dialogue? We're gonna make it up. We're gonna improv. So, oh, so we'll have oh, we got yeah. we got Ty. Oh, you got, we got Agumon. Wait, is that your Agumon? Yes. Yeah, it's Ty. And you got your Agumon. Okay, we got our Funko Pops. Wait, wait, and then wait, we got Ty's it? mom. So let's create Ty's a scene. Does not have a toy. What? This, no. Ty's mom doesn't have a Funko Pop. Yeah. What's, so, the, what's the subject? What's the topic? So the, okay, so so here's our so place. Place is right, is the kitchen. The kitchen and first. and at the and and uh Ty's mom's yeah. already there, and Ty comes in yeah. because Agumon is hungry. Yeah, that sounds good. I actually, Tommy Fawn is hungry too. So it's perfect. Hey, mom, do you have anything to eat? Agumon's really hungry. I'm really hungry. I'm freaking starving. He's starving. Well, maybe Agumon would like some of these spinach shakes. Spinach shakes? I don't know what they are, but I'll have seven of them. Don't do it, Agumon. Trust me. (laughs) This is delicious. Would you like some onion juice with that? Not sure again. <laughs> oh, there's too much. There's too much pepper on these eggs. Oh, oh no! Pepper breath. <laughs> right Thank in the you, eye. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that'll that'll get a million views. So now's the time in the show where we <laughs> read questions from. The fans. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yes. Did you get those? That's great. Yeah, of course. I I, I put out promo for the show on Twitter and Instagram where Dorothy has a, has a profile this morning. And on Twitter, here's the first question on Twitter from Oddish. I'm curious how things have changed over the years for voice acting. What's improved? What, if anything, has regressed? So basically, how has voiceover changed in recent years when we started back in the uh the guyver orgus macros early 90s we were in a a, a studio called the cave which i think is still in existence and they didn't know how to record us so they had us all together and we were just reading together like a play Mm -hmm. and then they realized very quickly also in a room that was not soundproof right right and then Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah. so carpeted the technology is and and there were no beeps there was no there was no pro tools there was no, no beeps tools. that's before no me then this yeah. is the, the pleistocene age of recording mm-hmm. so yeah i don't no, maybe you know what now that i come to think of it I, I don't know when beeps came into effect but i hear them in my head now yeah oh yeah. my god you hear me and now dreams. sometimes right now i'm hearing session. them yeah now you'll have a session where they have that thing where it goes across the dialogue the goes dialogue across. band on the bottom have you had that yet have you worked so on one of when those when it hits the line you start your your dialogue that was really different that was like hmm. six or seven years ago i have started that's getting used new to that. that's not everybody and, yeah. and i don't know if i really like it yet the next question is from evil ascendant also on twitter here's yeah. a question mm-hmm. it would be cool to hear how much fun dorothy had with Bob and Jeff's script for Digimon the movie, especially with all those lines for Ty's mother's recipes, as well as Tom's overall favorite Agumon moment. So a question for both of you. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, let me just say this. It was friggin' hilarious working on that script. The, the, The fact that her cooking was so terrible, so ridiculously terrible, I couldn't get through the lines sometimes. It was so silly. 
Now, you know, Lorna, I'm such, sitting there. Such lines as? as Like Izzy's sitting there and at the table and we're like making a cake. And uh, and Izzy is like using the, the flour going, how much of this stuff do I use? And she says, beats me. I never used flour to make a cake before. And I'm like, but I'm... <laughs> I don't know why, but Agumon wise, after all the years, the last episode, the last moment oh, on gosh. Digimon Try. And, you know, I'm going to admit something. I, I think I've said this before. I didn't watch a lot of Digimon. You don't watch a you lot know, of what can't. you work on. They come up and ask us, but I didn't. But I watched that last movie because Jamie and everyone said, make sure you watch. the." And, you know, when you show up for the session, you don't know what's going to happen. Right, the you don't, and then you don't have the full it. script. Yeah, so it's in that like, that oh last Digimon try, last evolution, that last moment with Agumon and Ty, very sweet. And then yeah, somehow, it really came out great. Like did. I said, yeah. I recorded most of it in the studio out in Los Angeles, and then COVID yeah. hit. I flew home because I I didn't know if they were going to shut down the airports and if I'd even be able to get home. And then I had to record pickups and outtakes and the rest of my lines. From home, without a studio, I just had a $99 mic plugged into my computer. But the yeah. the engineers did a fantastic job. You can't tell the difference. And, oh, my gosh. You know, and yeah. I, I think, think the movie I, came out great. I think I had you in my ear when, like, I don't, yeah. I think you had mm -hmm. recorded your stuff when yeah. I recorded my stuff. But I'm most not sure. Of, most of those sessions that I did for all, all the Digimon movies, I would record first because Ty had yeah. the most lines so that other people would have something to play off of. Yeah. Well, that was so, thank you very much, John. Yes, yeah, you're welcome. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that's that, the way that, they worked. All right, the last moment sticks out. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's go to Instagram. Instagram is a another social media platform. <laughs> I know Joshua said. Yeah, I like and, Joshua. Seth. He's a good guy. We don't have any of these. Maybe maybe just nobody has taken the time to explain to you what social media is. He it's knows. basically here's what social media is it's so that you can take the fraction of the best moment of your day and blow it up really big with a post and a picture or a video so it looks like that's your entire life to make everyone jealous yeah. that's social media <laughs> and then on the flip side for a lot of other people it's to then just express anger about oh that or other goodness. things yes it's with, like, with no middle ground enough, huh? enough with the angriness no stop well i'll I, wait I have taken great pains to never make political posts or opinion posts about things outside of my right. personal experience because what's right. the point? You're not going to change anybody's mind anyway, right. and there is no. enough anger and negativity, yeah, especially online, to go and around. You, I don't need to be adding selected? to that. I'd rather be a good example and, yes. and, and, and put forth things that are positive. There yeah. we go. Mazel tov. Jazayim. And happy new year. We love your podcast, buddy. Uh -huh. Oh, one last thing, one last thing. Did you hear that recently the CEO of Disney in a recorded call said that he thinks animation is just for kids, not for adults, that when the kids go to bed, the adults don't watch animation. I Personally, that's not been my experience, and I guess that's why Disney never jumped on the anime bandwagon. Right. What do you guys think? But we've been watching oh, Bugs Bunny please. since we were kids. I mean, Bugs Bunny is our... Is like, our Digimon you know, informed our sense up. of humor? Sure. Yes, we would and, still watch it. It's still funny today. And I think maybe yeah. subtly made us want to be actors. Maybe Mel Blanc. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I Mel mean, Mel Blanc. Yeah, the legend and the, the, the one of the greatest man. voice actors of all time. But animation is for everyone. Animation yeah. is not just a genre. It's a way oh. of telling a story. Of oh, course. Yeah. And you've taken your kids to some of these Disney movies and Pixar movies that are so oh, moving so and, great. you know, so Wally -E and stuff like that. I'm mean, oh my. Oh, that's one of my favorites. That was one of the greatest Up. moments of having little Veronica when she was little going to every movie. Yeah. Coco is one down. of the most beautiful animated movies yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can appreciate these as adults. I know. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. That, that yeah, quote that is, it, but... that guy doesn't have a clue. And I can't believe he's the CEO. <laughs> that's crazy. He's but, the CEO uh, of Disney. Yeah. I mean, I, in uh, Disney, I'm watching Clone Wars on, on mm -hmm. Disney Plus. Um, and that's like- That's a, animated. Like a yeah. Show for kids, but it's like, okay, I'm such a Star Wars freak. I'm like, this is really great. I'm watching this. Aren't watching you watching, are you watching the Star Trek animated oh, show? And, and Star Trek Lower Decks is an animated series. It's so friggin' funny. Oh my God. She's a real <laughs> geek. I'm a total geek. 
but yeah, really he cute. just he just doesn't get it it's it used to be sure when we were starting out animation was for kids but that's because yeah. that's all there was it has evolved past that yeah. way past that cartoons and that was it yeah and i think i think agumon has something to say to that ceo i'm gonna kick your ass no you might want <laughs> and you'll never work for disney in this town again Anyway. And that's half the work. All right. So on that cheery note, <laughs> where can people find you guys? He cannot be found anywhere. Go to, um, go to Dorothy and find me. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Dorothy Fawn. I'm on Instagram at Dot Fawn. And that's All right. it, baby. And, I'm not any, any current projects that, IMDb. Any current projects that you guys are working on that you want to plug? We're both on uh, the fire emblem, which apparently is like a very popular. Big deal. You go big, and big record deal. in these booths and you yeah, they pay you and you go home and life is good. And then all of a sudden that's all they want to talk about at the conventions. And I'm like, wow, this must be, I have no idea how popular things are. You know, it's none of us do, no idea. but no, but I, maybe I, maybe <laughs> I especially don't, but most, I don't know. Fire emblem is very popular. I'm on that thing. Okay. You're both on we, fire emblem. We did yeah. something for the lovely Wendy Lee. And that's on Netflix. Oh, Rulakuma's theme park? Yeah, I can't pronounce it. Say it again. Rulakuma's theme park? Yeah, we're both on that. And it's a series, 10 episodes. And it's real cute. It's very cute. It's a kid On Netflix. On the Netflix, yeah. I mean, Comey Can't Communicate. What's that? I play her mother. Wait a minute. Another mom. I'm playing another mom. Are you telling me that Comey can't communicate? Where is that on? Uh, I think it's on Netflix. I'm not sure. And we're doing the Joshua <laughs> Seth podcast. Oh my God, we're on it now. Joshua <laughs> Seth. <laughs> it's voiceover champions. <laughs> oh, sorry. Voiceover champs. Voiceover champions. This is going to be murder to to edit this episode. Just put it all on. The people want to see it. <laughs> Did we leave it all on the table? Did we cover everything? Absolutely. Right. Josh, so nice to see you. Best to your family and... You're a handsome devil. You look good. Oh, oh gosh. Thanks, Sailor. <laughs> See you later, Ty. Nice seeing you. Bye, Agumon. Bye, Mom. Bye, Ty. <laughs> That's great, man. I'm so happy we're all together. Thanks for listening. I've got a question for you. Have you ever thought about getting into voice acting yourself? If so, check out my free intro to voice acting class at voiceoverchampions.com and become a voiceover champion.